forever. Dog. Welcome back to our weekly exploration of the magical website and app that is Reddit. Uh, Allison is not familiar. Melissa and I are deeply familiar. Yes, so really this is a journey of me learning what Reddit is from two Reddit masters. I would not say I'm a master. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a master of everything that I touch, so. Sure. sure. Can I share something embarrassing? Okay. About me or you? Me. Okay, that's like I really get embarrassed. <laughs> so I went to a school from 5th to 10th grade yeah. called Masters. Okay. And there was always this joke that if we should have a debate team, because then it'd be called the Masters Debaters. Debaters. Sure, like of course. Mm -hmm. I always would laugh at that joke. And you oh, didn't get it. I didn't get it until like oh, three years no. ago. Three years no. ago. Three years ago. Masturbators. Three years ago. Like so recently, I didn't understand. But I, I would always find it funny. Like I don't know why I thought it was fun. how I thought it was funny without understanding it. Because you maybe you thought like oh yeah it would be funny. it would be funny because we would sound like the winners every time mm -hmm. because we would just sound like we were know. you know the master of anything like if you had a football team it'd be like master football team right or something. master debate I could see how you yeah, would think that oh it's it. what a chuckle but you didn't understand as, that it was like yeah. a joke as soon as you said it I, of I course well but I'm, I'm not also hip. a big hornball but you you know you kind of keep it on the low you keep it a little bit around y'all because y'all aren't. Well, Gabe more so. I'm. I try to. I try to censor myself more. Why? I I say inappropriate things all the time because I have more of a filter than you do. Yeah, as do most. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like it makes Allison uncomfortable, so I don't want to make Allison. I'm not uncomfortable. Okay, well, here we about go. About to slit it up now. <laughs> I was talking to someone, uh, and they were like, we were talking about being trans, and they were like, well, you know, like. There's stuff that you say that's like in-group stuff that you talk about amongst yourselves. And then there's stuff that you say that's out-group stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure. My problem is I don't have that. So I'm just saying in-group stuff, out-group. Like, I'm just talking. There's no filter there. Well, I was talking to John the other day about how nobody realizes how crude I am. Why? Because I'm not, I don't think like my public persona is like that no. crude. I, but I, I mean, this is, this is new news to me. And I, I make really crude years. jokes all the time. Wow. <laughs> I know that. I didn't. And I feel left out. I'm sorry. Well, okay. isn't this great that we're doing this show so that everyone can get to know each other better? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what, what, uh, for, I sent a bunch of posts. Yeah. Can I read this? Am I the asshole for the, am I the asshole one that you sent? Yes. Okay. So this says. A-I-T-A, which everyone I've learned stands for, am I the asshole? Yes, everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. For telling my wife and kids to either take care of their dog or rehome it. I was there. riveted. I was riveted oh, by this Oh, no, one. I'm already a little worried. Okay. I won't reveal what they got selected because one thing I'm learning about Reddit is that it will say It'll at the top, you. I guess, what won in terms of the votes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is thrilling. Well, for this specific. For am I the asshole? Yeah, this is what they've made it. So who's creating these subreddits? Just people. People. Who so there's just to. one person out there who created the idea yeah. of this, and yeah. it's just. And are they still in charge of it? Sometimes, sometimes, but sometimes, sometimes not. people leave, and then you get a new one. Wow. There's who do you think created the "Am I the asshole" subreddit? Do you want me to look? And that are up they a millionaire? No. From what money are they making from this? You don't make any money. No. Have you created any subreddits? No. Why? I don't know. I feel like you maybe would have created by Mark Bolak. Mm. Oh, so 
people know. That's nice. I'm glad people know. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. people stay, you know, they just use their oh, Reddit It was name. created by a photographer and dog rescuer, Mark Bolak. <gasps> To determine if he had been inappropriately mansplaining in a debate with female co-workers about the temperature in their office. <laughs> Wait, that's how it started. That's the whole... Wow. So he didn't even know what he was starting. No. Right? That's beautiful. I hope to one day impact culture to that level. Yeah. Well, hypotheticals. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you should I, make I feel like a hypothetical subreddit. I feel like with hypotheticals, you haven't really tapped into... The potential. It, yeah. The, well, the can you help me? 100%. I would it. love to. I keep saying to my manager that I want to make it a game. And he and he says no one wants it. No, yeah, they do. They do. Oh, wow. Okay. We're, okay. Make we've it a subreddit. Two, we've got two business things yeah, going on. Yeah. Make business. it a subreddit. And then every time after you post, after we do them I on think, the show, you don't even have to write new ones. Just repost those. But oh. I think we should wait to, like... We'll craft the business. Okay, I'm think sorry. That should I'm be not part, part of it. That should be part of the marketing of the Got business. Wow. I'm not part of okay. it. No, I you apologize. could be if you want to. No, yeah. I'm pretty busy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Here we go for the for the Reddit. Three years ago, my wife and kids wore me down, and I agreed to let them get a dog. I am not a dog person. So already I'm skeptical of this guy. <laughs> I'm already, I'm not team this guy. They seem like very fine people, but they are just not for me. That's a fun So dogs one. seem like very <laughs> yeah, he's, fine he's, people. He's like he's doing, doing the, the Trump, Trump thing. He's referencing the Trump. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> the deal was that I wouldn't have to walk it or clean up after it, and that they would take care of it. It went fine for about a year and a half. But once the damn thing was out of its puppy face, they lost most interest. I hate that. That's horrifying. I, that. I have to say, I prefer not a puppy. Of course, puppies me too. can be a little much. It's too much. This hurt Allison so much that she grabbed her breast. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hand on my chest, but I do hold my boobs a lot. It's more that chest is you. More you grasped yourself <laughs> in in agony. <laughs> Melissa, ever just hold your breasts? Oh yeah, you have to, right? I love holding my I love yeah. my tits, my ass. Grab I bar. slap my butt a lot. I do too. As I gallop around, and I'm like, I do know that about yeah, you. Yeah, I love to do a little gallop where I've I'm seen slapping you my butt. Yeah. We've all seen you do like it. The, the firmness. We've of seen it. you do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> Allison. I mean, people know this. I've talked about it in so many episodes. You have you have a bedonk. I have a big butt. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. You do. Yeah, I do. What can you do? I like it. No, yeah. I'm. I'm just it's kissed. great. It's great. It's jarring. Sometimes I'll be like, I know Allison has like a fat ass, and then like you'll Last like week. turn and I'll be like, Oh my god! Last it, week that, that ass is, was assin. Like, that <laughs> thing is. People it pay for sitchy. that shit. Yeah. People pay for what God gave you naturally. Well, I think also a thing that's happening is during my physical therapy, I'm trying to increase my glute muscles so that my knee won't, mm -hmm. my knee will have less strain you on it. You Getting increase that your, trunk strong. You increase your glute muscles anymore. There's no pants that are going to withhold that thing. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. actually a big problem that happens at physical therapy is that I, I do all these exercises that I'm supposed to feel in my butt, yeah. but I don't feel them in my butt. And so I have like both the PT and the aide trying to like get me to feel things in my butt. And then the other day I did an exercise and I was like, I felt it in my butt. And then my PTA was like, yeah, I'm like really excited about this. <laughs> I love that you're Do yelling you that places. Do you squeeze it? Yeah, I have to squeeze. I feel it when I squeeze it, but there's all these other 
types of exercises. But while we are doing the exercises, are you squeezing? You have to squeeze. No, but it. some of them you can't. Like okay. I can't squeeze my butt when I'm doing a clam. Oh, I have clam? to do clams. That's my thing too. I gotta do clams. That sounds like the front of your body, not the back. It's here for your thighs. Oh, it's for your back. I'll show you later. <laughs> like, like, like the thigh master. Kind it's of. Like you yeah. lie on your side and then you sort of open That's your legs. Exactly it's the a thigh, thigh master. master. Oh yeah. yeah. But I have to put a band around and I have I do to the do same thing. ten second holds. Yeah, I do the same thing. Okay, shut up. You know you've been doing PT for like <laughs> one week, week <laughs> and I have been recovering from major surgery, so I don't want to hear about your PT. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Read more about the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So for about two years now, I've been walking it because it needs exercise. I have to buy it food because my wife forgets. Oh, my God. Who forgets to buy their dog food? I have to walk around the backyard before I mow to make sure I'm not going to run over its turds. I'm done. I came home yesterday and it had chewed up a pair of my shoes. I waited until dinner and then I laid down the law. That poor thing is going stir crazy. It is used to getting their attention and stuff all the time because of COVID. Now they can do other stuff. They are ignoring it. This is, I don't like his family. It isn't fair to the dog and it isn't fair to me. I said that if they didn't have the time to walk it, they could play with it in the backyard. But that if I found any turds back there, that I was hiring a service to come keep the yard clean, but the money was coming out of their allowances or the house budget. I said I wasn't buying any more food. If there was no food and the dog wasn't fed, I would be hiring someone to watch the dog, and once again, they would be paying for it. This is a very strange system that this man is proposing for a family, but okay. They got upset with me because the dog likes me, and it's obviously my dog. Of course the thing likes me. I take care of it, which I don't want to do. How sad for this dog that its closest companion doesn't doesn't like him. Doesn't even like it, I know. So I brought out our agreement, which I made them all sign. Not my responsibility. I said they had three choices. Take care of the dog, rehome the dog, or pay someone else to take care of the dog. They all think I'm being too harsh, but I don't think so. I didn't want it in the first place. I've already checked with a friend of mine. She likes dogs and has agreed to take it if my family cannot follow through. Mm -hmm. My wife thinks I'm being an asshole with this ultimatum. I think it's fair. Am I the asshole? (sighs) Um, I think that you are not an asshole. I think the dog deserves to be somewhere where it is loved. Agree. Like this is, he didn't want the dog and dog person or not, like this was not his responsibility. And they, they thought the dog was a hobby. You know, like a puzzle. Like they bought the dog, like it was, like they got into puzzles. Right. And when they came out of like being, housebound during the pandemic then they're like oh we're done with the dog exactly and do- and like that's that's not how you should go into getting a dog mm-hmm. especially i see that with a lot of people getting puppies which all of a sudden it's not a puppy they're like i don't want it anymore and that's that's like what i mean to me that makes me want to cry like that's one of the worst things you could do to a poor little animal mm-hmm. and so i think that also okay i think that he's not the asshole also so it's one thing if you're like a single dad and your kids are doing this, but your partner, yeah. your partner, the fellow adult in the house can't even fucking hold it together. I just don't know what kind of person you have to be where you interact with this dog all day and the dog loves you and you don't have any attachment to the I dog. Mean, I mean, I, 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 there was a cat that I interacted with all the time, all True. day, and I just didn't have an attachment with it. 
All right. Yeah. I mean, it, I I guess he's not an asshole, but I I it's the whole thing is incredibly upsetting. And I just to want me. to say it's that really the upsetting. cat was not my cat. I should say. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. It's really um, upsetting. And yeah. I guess maybe this dog would be happier with this woman that likes dogs. Yeah. I will say though, my dad made us give away my childhood dog, which I've spoken about before. But what was his reason? He didn't want to have a dog anymore. Wait, were you guys taking care of it? Yeah. So that's not the same. And then what sometimes, about that turtle? sometimes the dog, the turtle got lost. The turtle got lost. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody remembers the turtle. Yeah, nobody. You found it. photographic proof. You yeah. found video, video proof of but Teresa. That nobody remembers. So the turtle was real. <laughs> the turtle was real. As was Mickey, the dog. And we had the dog for like five years. And then my dad was like, I don't want to have a dog anymore. It's too much work. And then also sometimes the dog pooped in the house. But I found that's out. That's what dogs. I do. found out as an as an adult that that there's some speculation that she would only poop in the house when my dad took her out and didn't walk her long enough. Oh. Yeah. So that's some major drama, some serious Raskin family tea I'm laying down. That, okay. But if you guys were taking care of the, the dog, then he had no reason to do that. Why didn't your mom stand up to him? It was the biggest conflict in their entire marriage. Oh. Anyway, I do think oh that my God. dog should go somewhere else. Yeah, and I also feel... Um, I also feel bad for this guy that his wife, like, is just leaving him out to dry on this. Mm-hmm. Sucks. All right. So we're all in agreement. Now I would like to move on to this horrifying one that, that Gabe sent um, under, damn, that's interesting. Okay. So that's a whole that's a whole Reddit thread? And what is it? It's just, it's just interesting stuff. It's just stuff that makes you go, damn, that's interesting. <laughs> So that's a Reddit. That's a uh, a Reddit, the subreddit that I follow. That's just called. Damn, that's interesting. It sounds okay. This is a little upsetting, but here I re- we go. I remember this when it happened. Oh really? Yeah. In two thousand and six, <laughs> a man in Portland, Oregon, hired a hitman to kill his fifty-one-year-old wife, Susan Kuhnhausen. Kuhnhausen. Oh my God! I didn't even read this yet. She ended up killing the hitman with her bare hands. When she had her hands on his neck, she asked him, tell me who sent you here and I will call you a fucking ambulance. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, I've seen this story a bunch of times in like true crime subreddits. But uh, yeah, it's I like that it was getting a resurgence on Damn, That's Interesting. So basically, like a big thing is like she kept her cool because she was an ER nurse. Well, this is not someone else. Yeah. Someone else replied with more information. Mm-hmm. Should we read that? Yeah. Okay, so this person replied, wow, this woman's story is remarkable. How she kept her cool because of her training as an ER nurse started strangling him but let him go and tried to run. The guy's next big mistake was going after her. She knocked him to the ground and knowing teeth marks would tie him to her body started biting the shit out of him. She even bit through his zipper to his genitals the on-the-floor fight lasted 14 minutes before she got him in a chokehold. And I guess she wrote a memoir about no, it. No, it's a total badass. I would read her memoir. Oh, man. Yeah, she uh, should write a memoir. Yeah. I mean... She's probably traumatized. Oh, that's true. Oh, also, I remember this. She said she heard him say, you're strong, as she kicked his ass. <laughs> Maybe that's why her husband hired a hitman. He knew he couldn't take her. Plot twist, he actually wanted the hitman dead, so he sent him to his wife. Wait, so so he did she the, the man died? The hit man died? He didn't survive. No, uh wow. he didn't? Mm-mm. Oh my god. That's crazy. And then this is the actual 911 call. We have an intruder in the house next door. The intruder was in the bedroom with a hammer. The woman who lives there thinks she may have strangled him. He was down when she left. 
Can you put her on the phone? She's bleeding. Does she need an ambulance? Then the guy says, no, she's a nurse. But she says, call an ambulance for the guy. He might be dead. Oh, my God. Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. But not for me. The TikTok audio. This is badass. What a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Why why do you? Okay. Now, if you wanted your spouse dead, would you? How would you do it? Would you hire a hitman? I'm not going to no. say that on the podcast. Oh, sorry. I would not hire it. <laughs> I would not hire someone else to do it because that's a loose end. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to tie up that loose end. And then you got to right. hire a hitman to kill that hitman. Then you got to mm-hmm. hire a hitman to kill that hitman. It goes all the way to the top. So would you, you would just do it yourself and make it look like some sort of accident or heart attack or something? <laughs> a, 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 a slow poisoning. A slow poisoning. Yeah, but they could figure that out and then you're in big trouble. Yeah. Um, I feel like you got to contain your murder to one day. I think, I think, okay, this is probably not the right move, but doing something where it's like, oh yeah, they, they moved away, like packing up their house <laughs> and just killing them. Oh, I mean, like, like they go current, you? current, current, uh, thing that's happening right now on general hospital is that someone hit their husband over the head and then dragged him they live in a mansion and dragged him well a castle and dragged him to a closet and they live in a castle he's a prince and so um, <laughs> well he's dead now he'll probably be back alive at some of point course. he's died before um put him in a closet and they were and she said that uh they got in an argument and he just left and packed and left town that's which, what i would do which like he has been like mentally and physically harming other people and so it would make sense that he would escape oh that's, that's what brilliant. i would do mm-hmm. and yeah. then i would and then i would go to that place and send a postcard yeah from them to their family being like i'm on vacation wow no yeah. this is all a very bad idea no, don't do any of this yeah, i'm joking you have to i think you have to know the person in order to get away with what it is you know because mm-hmm. like you have to do things that that are specific to them that wouldn't be so far out of their actual lifestyle. You know? Yeah. It's also hard. This is thought about. I I just thought about it right now. It's It's also hard because there's so much surveillance and so much phone and like things you wouldn't even think of Mm -hmm. that. I'm shocked that any murder goes unsolved. I'm truly shocked when there's like murders go unsolved. I know. And I'm surprised every time. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, No, I mean, I think those, those numbers are because it's like people that the cops don't want to investigate or that. But if there's like, if if there's enough, if you kill a stranger, you can get away with it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, cut that. that out and just put that <laughs> as the this is the this is the promo for this episode. It's the episode title. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because then there's not that many things. Yeah, that can they trace can't figure you it back. out. They don't have the resources. They don't yeah. have the interest. Here's another one from this subreddit. Mario Puzo, the author of the Godfather mm-hmm. books, who'd also adapted them to film, mm-hmm. had no idea what he was doing yes. as he'd never written a screenplay before. Mm-hmm. After winning two Oscars, he decided to buy a book on screenwriting to learn how. In the first chapter, it said, study Godfather 1. Yup, yup, yup. <laughs> So they're actually, um, Miles Teller was in a show, uh, that was about the making of the Godfather that, um, was basically an ad for Paramount truly, but, uh, it was a show about the making of the Godfather 
And in it, they have Mario Puzo, who's just basically like, they kind of portray him as pretty bumbling. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and he got in a lot of trouble because the mob did not like the mob, like there being, you know, stories about the mob being told out of school. Mm. And you know what's a fu- the funniest thing to me about the whole thing with the Godfather is that like the Italian Defamation League or something, like mm-hmm. they founded like the like Italians being like, this is bad for Italian like <laughs> PR. And so they like start bid this whole thing being like, we gotta like take back what the the view of what Italians are because yeah. everyone just thinks we're mobsters. I mean, I don't want to make fun of it, but it is like pretty it's it's um it comes off the the heels of the actual Anti-Defamation League, which is a Jewish organization that was founded to discredit the blood libel. So they were saying that they, you know, they appropriated the name or whatever. Um, and then it and then it dissolved. Yeah. And then now it became Italian American Civil Rights League, I think is what it's called. I I'm listening to this fascinating podcast about this lawyer who used to do all these dirty deeds for the mob where he would fix trials and then he decided one day that he was going to help the FBI take them down and it was like uh, in like the 1980 Chicago when the mob was like running the city Mm -hmm. like it was why did he change his mind it's a little unclear I think on his his, conscious well I well how much should I reveal but okay yeah 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 it's a it's a really great uh, show it's called deep cover Okay. And um and Is he still alive? Did he live through this? Oh, he's interviewed in the podcast. Okay, so He's uh, like a main No car- one took him out. That's what Well, it, that's what's very it's very interesting. Okay. What he I'm did. not going to listen to He's it, a real so you can He's a real a- character. Okay. Very flawed but interesting. He lives by his own moral code. <laughs> Obviously. A real anti-hero. Like literally the guy was like, "Yeah, like I uh, you know, I I fixed things i paid people off i did all this stuff and he was like i was very worried you know that they were going to kill me and i wasn't worried about dying i was worried about being tortured yeah because uh, i did not want to be tortured and so i thought about should i have like you know like a cyanide pill in my mouth or something where i could kill myself if i needed to and then he said yeah but you know dying by suicide is a, is a sin and i wouldn't go to heaven what <laughs> What a complicated person. (laughs) What a complex set of moral values you have. It sounds very interesting. It it is very interesting. He was like, yeah, I can't do that because that's a sin. And then you'd be like, do you think do you think giving making bribes are a sin? And he was like, no, it's illegal, but it's not a sin. I actually, I actually like this. I actually like when you have your own moral code. I do enjoy that. Me too. It was it's really good. So this show has multiple seasons, but um the the season that he is is he season two I think of of the show Deep Cover. That's really. I'm glad we got to uh, Deep Cover Mobland. Check it out. Nice. Okay, let me do one more. I'm really enjoying this show. <laughs> yeah, I, said, I mean I'm enjoying looking up stuff to to show you. All right, let's see this. Um, oh no. Okay, controversial anti work movement. Oh, yeah. So anti-work, I guess, is a subreddit, and Mm -hmm. it's described as a subreddit for those who want to end work, are curious about ending work, want to get the most out of a work-free life, want more information on anti-work ideas, and want personal help with their own job slash work-related struggles. And it has 2.5 million people in it. What? Yeah, it got really popular during um, the pandemic, and it got really... 
it got a lot of flack. Like it got covered by Fox News and people went basically went apeshit at the idea that there would be an anti-work movement. Um, and basically, uh, I love the tagline, unemployment for all, not just for the rich. Mm. How do they, what's their concept, like what's their concept of how no one could work and the world would still exist? Just through Bartering. social programs, through like working need with to each win? other. Wouldn't people need to work for those social programs? I think that they're just sort of trying to de-emphasize capitalism and like make it so that people don't burn themselves out, don't like buy into the American dream or hustle culture. Just people who are like, I don't want to work. Like I don't want to, and and it's not and it's not indicative of my value as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of really good ideas. Um, like, and they talk a lot about unionizing, and there's some really good. Okay, so frequently asked questions. Um, Can I quickly read this post that said, "My uncle died from cancer last week. He worked for Freedom Mortgage, and they denied him medical leave when the man was dying. All week they've been calling and FedExing him letters." Threatening his job because he didn't show up to work because he was dead. Yeah, it's stuff like that. Horrifying. So this frequently asked questions, why do you want to end work? Because the modern day workplace is one where you are expected to work despite your own individual needs or desires. Work puts the needs and desires of managers and corporations above and beyond workers, often to the point of abuse through being overworked and underpaid. You guys are just lazy, right? Some of us are lazy, sure. What's wrong with that? And I think I love this idea of being like, of being, of just re like, you know, Devin Price's book, um, Laziness Does Not Exist, or just this, this, I think our generation was so pushed on hustle culture and so pushed on needing to hustle that I sort of enjoy this idea of taking a little bit of that back, even if it's going hard in one direction in order to just make a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. Like, but a society but without you, work but, can't function. But don't you feel like that, I guess I feel, I, I don't know what's where to to end on this, but I feel like when we say anti-work, unemployment for all, that's so shocking Mm -hmm. that people reject it. Yeah, we've kind of had this conversation before. um, Around like... But uh, not just for the rich. Yeah, it's just things are... Rich people don't work. No, no, we're talking about like semantics and the way you describe your movement. When you make it too radical, you shut out a lot of things. Well, they say they're like, we're anarchists, we're communists, we're radicals. Like, we're not anti-job because a job is just an activity one is paid for and we're not against money. So that makes no sense. To me, being not anti-job but anti-work is very confusing. We define work as any activity or purposeful intent towards some goal. Then if you define that as work, then sure. But that's how not, not how we define it. We're not against effort, labor, or being productive. We're against jobs as they are structured under capitalism and the state. We're against exploitative economic relations, against hierarchical social relations at the workplace. And then they're really into like unionizing. Are they like fine with like people just being like entrepreneurs and working for themselves? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. They just want they just want the workers to have the power back, basically. But they're also like I I enjoy radicals and anarchists. Like I'm like, yeah, burn it down. Like I don't think you have to be palatable to everyone. I don't think it, I don't think a lot of movements. I think a lot of movements are not interested in recruiting. But I also just think it's misleading. Mm-hmm. Like because I don't think like I don't think they're like truly anti-work. They're yeah. anti like unfair they're work conditions. Capitalism. I don't know because I'm not a part of it, but I, I think I think it's up to them what they name their movement. And I think if they're not interested 
if they're not interested in catering to other people or if they're not interested in recruiting outside of people who would initially like get it right away, then that's like none of our business. Okay. You know? I mean, I think that sometimes there are movements that are, it's like, but if you did this, it would be more palatable. And the people in the movement are like, no, fuck off. And I'm like, that's your right. That's absolutely your right. I think it's like just trying to understand what they were saying in it and my initial understanding of it isn't necessarily what they meant. Yeah. Um, this one says, my boss purposely got my vehicle towed because <gasps> I parked in his spot and now my car is held hostage by the impound company until I pay. <gasps> drama, drama. It's also stuff where it'll be like, our boss makes a million dollars a year, we make pennies and we're expected to get him a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Like it's People just get the, their bosses. Crazy. It's basically this thing where it's like the way that the workplace is set up, even socially, with expectations, um, including like mandatory work drinks or like things like that. They, they want you to push back on that. They want you and like your coworkers to be like, no, like we're not gonna spend our money that we're earning here on things here. That's mm-hmm. not what we're doing. So I like I like rethinking stuff that we've been led to believe are social norms. Totally. Yeah. And I think um, putting less of an emphasis on work being the only thing that matters in your life and your only Ugh. core value and worth is, like, very helpful and important. Yes. And the only thing that, like, makes you, like, worthy as a person. You know, even, like, when people say, um, oh, oh, like, nice to meet you. What's your name? Where do you live? What do you do for work? Like, I don't know. Maybe we, we de-emphasize that. Although then it's like, I don't know. What kind of small talk do we even do? Yeah, what, okay, what should we ask people instead of what do you do when you're trying to get to know somebody at an awkward party or social gathering? What brings you here? How do you know the host? I hate those questions. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so let's come, let's, what's, what about, what's, have you ever had a moment where you, <laughs> where off. you, oh, fuck off, where you thought you were close to death? <laughs> Like, uh, physically or mentally? Do you believe in God? <laughs> really just mm-hmm. cut through it. Mm-hmm. Be like, what... If, okay, so if there's a host, you could say, what is the thing that you like least about the host? <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. That's what you should... That's what I... So Melissa is having a birthday party coming mm-hmm. up. Right. And, and I'm... That's what I'm going to ask. Great. You're going to ask... Wait, I you're going to you ask that no, I want, I want you to do it. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. Or no, just, I want you to do it. All right. That's, there's that's a your short gift film. To me. There's and a then sh- I'll compile it into a, a book. No, and then you compile it into a book and then you set it on fire. Oh, okay. And what would that symbolize? And then that symbolizes that I'm not taking anybody's bullshit. <laughs> Burn it to the ground, as Gabe said. No, post it all to Instagram and tag everyone, and then they have to deal with their. Say, say we're gonna do it. Is we're gonna. You're do not it. talking into the microphone. Sorry, I'm whispering to Allison. <laughs> I'm like, say, oh, we're just gonna do this as like a as like a secret thing, and then and then at the end, it's a literal burn book. Yeah, I'm gonna ask people what was your worst impulse. I love that, but it needs to be something about me. Oh, oh. Some, just what do you like what, the most about Melissa? Yeah. Or like what memory, when you think about Melissa, 
what interaction with her comes to mind first. Okay. I love that. That's great. That's I good. love that. That's I'll beautiful. That. Yeah. Well, this has been another very special episode. <laughs> we will be back next week. And you know what would be fun is if people maybe submitted some fun Reddit threads for us to explore. Absolutely. At justbetweenuspod at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, our Wednesday episode. Uh, don't miss it. That's our full episode this Wednesday. Yes. This is just a little bonus content. A little sweet treat. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Also, you can follow this podcast at Just Between Us Pod on TikTok and at JBU Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'm on Instagram now at Gabe S. Dunn. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Raskin. And on TikTok at, at Allison Raskin Baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gun. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us. Forever! Forever.